our outreach specialist was able to connect while on the phone with the patient to her provider's office and they were actually open until six. So the daughter was able to take the patient to her primary care physician who she had been seeing for 10 plus years and have her issue resolved versus having to go to the emergency room and wait and speak to someone that she's never had an encounter with. Welcome to the ACO Show. Today, Josh is joined by Samantha Rosenthal, Manager in New Ventures at Allidade, and Jessica Edwards, Senior Market Manager at Allidade. Together, they discuss an Allidade initiative called Healthy for the Holidays that reminds patients about their practices hours during the holiday season and alternative ways to contact them should they need to speak to their provider. Welcome to the ACO Show. I'm Josh Israel, an Allidade Medical Director, and I'm joined today by Samantha Rosenthal, who is a manager in Allidade's New Ventures Division. Thanks for coming on the show, Samantha. Thanks for having me, Josh. The holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving and Christmas are going to be here before we know it. Allidade tries to keep patients healthy year-round, but we do some specific things around the holidays. We have an initiative called Healthy for the Holidays that you have led for the past three years. What is that? So Healthy for the Holidays, it was originally Home for the Holidays, is a campaign to help keep our patients home and not in the emergency room or hospital during the holidays. So we send postcards to our patients, letting them know your doctor's office is open. Most of the year, they're closed for a couple of days. Here's the days that are closed. But even when they're closed or even when it's nighttime, they have an after hours number, obviously edited out for the few practices that may not have that. But if they do have after hours, here's their after hours number. Please give them a call. Your doctor wants you to be enjoying the holidays with your family and not in the ER for a routine issue that you do not need to be there for. And why is it that we would not want patients who didn't feel well to go to the ER? Why is that helpful to a patient? It's helpful to a patient because usually this can be solved fairly quickly with your doctor in a routine visit. And if you go to the ER, I mean, for me personally, last time I went to the ER, it was a seven hour wait. So it's pretty time intensive. You're not necessarily getting the best care. The person at the hospital doesn't know you versus if you have a great relationship with your PCP, they know you, they know what best for you. And then also for the Allidade side, we want to reduce unnecessary spending in the healthcare system and emergency room visits are very expensive. Yeah, I understand patients go to the ER and it sort of triggers a cascade of costs and tests that might not be necessary if it was somebody who, who knew the patient and knew their conditions. So I think that's great. So you say we do calls and postcards. Can you say more about that? Yes, absolutely. So the origin of this was actually from Allidade's Louisiana team. I have to give them complete credit. I think in 2017, they started doing this mostly through phone calls to patients and just let them know they wanted them to be home for the holidays. But then eventually in 2018, I was asked to roll it out throughout Allidade because it was just such a great idea that we wanted to help more practices. And we started doing postcards and calls. And eventually in 2019, we started doing some measurement on it. And we found that the postcards were the more successful of the two. And I talk more about that later, but now it's only postcards and the postcards, they're kind of nice, warm postcards from your practice, their practice's name on it. They give information during hours, phone number, after hours, phone number, if they're different, here's when to contact us. Here's our hours around the holiday time. And then also some interesting information, like please plan ahead. If you have medication refills coming up, do that before the holidays, get your flu shot. During COVID, we even added some language in around making sure if you weren't feeling well to have a telehealth visit versus exposing others in case you were sick. Yeah, it's kind of a packed postcard, but I think it's a really effective method of sharing information for our practices. And I think they agree. 
I might have guessed that a phone call would work better than a postcard because it's a little bit more of a personal touch, a real human on, on the end of the line. Why do you think it, it was that the postcards actually worked better? Yeah, so a little bit of data before we, I get into kind of the qualitative reasons. So our great Allidate Impact Analytics team did a study. We randomized our top 20% of patients most likely to go to the emergency room in our Medicare population. And so we did an intervention group and a control group. And we found that among the practices that were phone call only, some of our practices did not want postcards. Those practices, the intervention and the control group were virtually identical. There was not a reduction in ER visits. And then for the practices that were postcard only, so the practices that only wanted postcards, we found that there was a pretty significant 3% reduction in emergency room utilization in the 90 days after the intervention. I can get into that a little bit more later, but just want to set the stage with those numbers. We did find a reduction. And then the reasons we think that postcards work better than phone calls, probably twofold. The first one being postcard is long lasting collateral. So a lot of our patients said they posted the postcard on their fridge and they looked at it every day. And then we had patients tell us that they weren't feeling well, they realized, oh, I, you know, I'm not feeling well. It's the day before Thanksgiving, but I know I can call my doctor now. Or even if it wasn't the day before Thanksgiving, I think some of the patients don't know that their doctor has after hours. So it was just a great reminder for our patients and it lasted more than a five minute phone call. And then the second reason was that I think if the phone call had come from our practices directly, that might've been more helpful, but it's really hard capacity wise to call all patients and remind them of this. And so the phone calls were coming from augmented allied resources. And these people were not people in the local community who knew the patients, who knew the situation quite as well. And especially in some of our more rural communities, it was a little bit challenging. You know, you don't have our local accent, we don't know who you are. And also, unfortunately, there are so many Medicare scams out there. A lot of our patients are rightfully distrustful of phone calls about Medicare. That's understandable, unfortunately. Let's jump to the data. So what did, what did you actually find with that 3%? What was the benefit? Yeah, so the 3%, this is in our intervention group of about 5,800 patients. So we found a 3% reduction in the 90 days after the intervention in emergency room utilization which to me sounds pretty small, but this is 160 patients who did not have to sit in the ER. I mean, in 2020, with the risk of COVID on their holidays or just on any day where they have other things they could be doing, but they actually did not seek out emergency room usage unnecessarily. And for Allidade and for our doctors, our doctors get shared savings from un reducing unnecessary utilization. This was great. It meant $1.1 million in shared savings. And much of that went back to our doctors. That's fantastic. So Samantha, that's around 160 patients. Was that 160 ER visits that was prevented or just 160 patients and 160 visits? Some of these patients had multiple ER visits, you know, our frequent ER utilizers. Well, this is great work. When should patients be expecting to start receiving their postcards? When does this work roll out? So the postcards should be going to patients probably mid to late October. And so hopefully they get them no later than the beginning of November. Well, Samantha Rosenthal of the Allidade New Ventures team, thanks so much for joining and for the great work. Thanks for having me. I'm now joined by Jessica Edwards. Jessica is an Allidade Senior Market Manager of Performance and Operations in Alabama. Jessica, we spoke earlier in the show with Samantha Rosenthal some about the importance of this initiative, Healthy for the Holidays, and some of the health benefits to patients, some of the savings benefits to an ACO. Love to talk about where it came from and a little more detail on how it played out. 
you were part of the Louisiana team that came up with this. We love this initiative at Allidade. You know, we sometimes think we're awfully smart here at headquarters, but some of the best ideas come from the, the hardworking people in the field, some of the people who work in the ACOs more directly. Can you tell us about how this initiative got started? Absolutely. As we were gearing up for the end of the year in our Louisiana market, we were working to expand our access to patients' office hours and getting into the practices that access to their physicians. And we were working a lot with our practices one-on-one and our practices were making these changes. They were opening up sick visit slots so they could get patients in same day or next day appointments. We were expanding hours. We were re-educating patients and staff on how to adjust to be able to fit in everybody. And our executive director in Louisiana came up with the idea that our practices are, are doing this amazing work and we need to figure out a way to support them. So we started to think around what we could do on our side. They've opened up these visits. They have taken the measures that they could. How can we support that? How can we help that? So we came up with the initiative of Healthy for the Holidays in the early stages of it. In 2017, we created what was called a call bank. So we hired three contracted local healthcare professionals to work part-time outreaching patients of our Louisiana practices. We were able to pull patient panel lists of those patients that were at the highest risk of going to the emergency room. And we also let the practices add and make additional patient recommendations for these outreach lists. And our contracted staff, who was very comfortable speaking to patients, they worked in this realm at their full-time positions, they started outreaching our patients. They would let them know of open hours, extended hours, services that the practice offered, any closures during the holiday season. We know that sometimes on holidays, we observe that and we shut our doors. So we wanted to proactively make sure that they were prepared for that. And then also giving the patients reminders of things that we don't always think about. So refilling prescriptions, making sure that you have enough to get you through the holiday because we know that the pharmacies close and sometimes weather events happen. So making sure that they had their medications, making sure that they had their flu shots and they had all the plans in place to help them. We also did a materials portion of the patient outreach. So we created flyers and posters to hang up in all of our practices that advertised all of these things, the hours, the extended hours, what they offered so that patients had a visual component to also see as they were coming in the office. We also did direct mailing postcards to the patient. So they had something to stick on their fridge and be a reminder that our part practices were here to care for them and to please call us and let us help you if we can. What kind of feedback did you hear from the practices once you started implementing this? Once implementation went live, there was a lot of excitement around it. It was a new initiative. So of course there were, you know, nerves, but then we started to hear some really good feedback about bandwidth. So at the end of a year, it's chaotic for everyone in our practices and they're trying to close quality gaps. They're trying to get ready for end of year financials. We're competing with vacations and holidays and short-staffed, our practices really noticed a difference in the bandwidth of our support staff. So we were taking on the lift 
with our call bank and with our printed materials to try to educate patients and do that proactive outreach so that the practice could focus on their quality and the patient care when the patient was in the office. And they really appreciated that and took a notice of how much more time that they did have with their patients face-to-face and letting us help with the proactive outreach. And any feedback from patients? Any stories you've heard about ways this played out? Absolutely. One of my favorite stories from the Healthy for the Holidays initiative came from our first year of implementation. One of our outreach specialists had outreached a patient. It was about 4.45 in the afternoon. And the patient was actually waiting on her daughter to get home from work to take her to the emergency room. And our outreach specialist asked her, can I get you over to to your doctor's office before you go to the emergency room? Would you like to talk to one of your providers, somebody that you know that you're comfortable with that can help guide you and help you make the best decision for you? And the patient was under the assumption that the clinic's hours were still until 5 p.m. and they closed. So she was going to get her daughter just to take her to the emergency room. Our outreach specialist was able to connect while on the phone with the patient, her to her provider's office, and they were actually open until six. So the daughter was able to take the patient to her primary care physician, who she had been seeing for 10 plus years, and have her issue resolved versus having to go to the emergency room and wait and speak to someone that she's never had an encounter with. The patient was so appreciative of the opportunity to go speak and see her her primary care physician. That's who she wanted to see. She just thought that they were closing early than what they actually were. So she had the opportunity to see her primary care physician in that instance. And I, I loved that story. The other example that rings out in my mind is we know that during the holidays, we see a rise in some of our patient populations. They're lonely, you know, seasonal depression and being away from family. And we had one of our patients that just really was very grateful and thankful for just the the support from her, from her practice. When the outreach specialist contacted the patient, the patient was a little confused at first because she said, what do you need me to come in for? And the outreach specialist said, no, ma'am, you know, we don't need you to come in for anything. We just wanted to call and check on you. We wanted to make sure that you have everything that you need, that you're prepared, that we're being proactive. And we just wanted to make sure that you were okay and that you knew we were here if you needed anything. And that really resonated with our patients. That patient kept the outreach specialist on the phone for quite a bit and just was very appreciative that someone thought about that particular patient that day and outreach to them just because they wanted to make sure that they were okay. I love hearing these stories, Jessica. As the doctors who work for Allidade are independent primary care physicians, we can't tell them what to do. We, we don't want to tell them what to do. They're independent for a reason, and that's the best person to quarterback a patient's health care. But a system like an accountable care organization incentivizes physicians to do more than just sick care. It incentivizes them to help keep patients out of the hospital and to stay open late and to increase their access. So it's really, it's a great example of of how this model is playing out in the real world. So thank you for sharing your stories and thank you for uh, helping come up with this great initiative. Thank you so much. This episode of the ACO Show was produced by Leanne Priede. Our theme music is by Donna Korn. You can find previous episodes on our website, alliday.com, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.